Hello, this is Jagjot from Mindfulness Quest podcast. And today we are going to take a look at this question, which says, why does the consciousness create the universe and trap itself into limitations? So the questioner asks, I don't understand this. Why does the consciousness or oneness, as you describe, create the universe, stars, planets, humans, and trap itself into psychophysical limitation when it can stay blissfully the way it is? I mean, why all this suffering as humans, animals, and rebirths only to get back to the same thing? What's the point of all this? If you magically went back in time and asked this same question to Ramana Maharishi, I'm sure he would reply, who wants to know? The first thing to understand is why this question comes up in the first place. Before we proceed further, let me make something clear. I'm not telling you that I know you better than you know yourself. I'm not interested in you or what you believe or disbelieve. I'm simply introducing a concept. It's just a concept. What you make of it is up to you. You want to know the answer because you want to ensure some form of continuity consciously or subconsciously. Therefore, you wish to trace your origin because that gives your mind the hope that there is something beyond this life. Perhaps an afterlife of sorts that gives some physical comfort by providing hope of continuity. Whatever the ego or what you call as the me does everything in its capacity to ensure its survival. Although it may claim to yearn for truth, deep down it fears annihilation. Annihilation. I don't know how you call that. Therefore, it wants to know why oneness creates duality. And I'm sorry to disappoint, but you cannot know that. Why? Because your intellect is a product of duality. It is severely limited. Well, not in the worldly sense. So don't take any offense on that. It is firmly bound to the sense of personal self. Till that identification is dormant and you are tied up to the idea of yourself as the psychophysical organism living in the world only for survival, there is no hope. It's like asking what was before time or what's outside of space. You see, these questions are wrong. There cannot be anything existing before time because existence itself is time bound. Similarly, there can't be any 
think outside space. What if I ask you to create dreams in sleep? What would be your explanation? Well, you can give me a scientific reason for how it happens, but there's no explanation of why it happens. It simply happens. Nisargadatta Maharaj said that every cause, even the most insignificant happening around you, will eventually lead you to the origin of the universe. When you accidentally drop something, like your coffee drink or pen, do you ask why? We don't inquire about such trivial occurrences because they are inconsequential for the ego. Even the questions of God, creator, source, consciousness spring up only when the mind is unsettled. Investigate into your own mind and the answer will come. According to Hindu scriptures, there is a concept that the consciousness or oneness through its will creates a veil known as Maya. Maya creates the illusion of space, time and causation or duality as we know it. It projects the one consciousness as the world of names and forms. I, I usually avoid talking about scriptures and traditional beliefs. When I mention words like Brahman or Maya, people begin intellectualizing this whole thing. Apparently there's something bigger than this vast creation of billions of stars, galaxies in the boundless universe. It is the human ego that is concerned about how all of this is of any purpose. There are lots of forums where people argue on these issues, which turns into a never ending debate. The intellect is a product of illusion and therefore it can never figure it out. Any explanation is just another concept to define the unknowable. The great sages say it's possible to break the illusion, but it's impossible to figure out how it works. Ramesh Balsekar would often say, the created object can never know the will of the creator source. Just as a painting can never know why and how the painter created it. All the concepts of suffering, rebirth, purpose, and this eternal quest to figure out life are of the illusory me. It wants to know because there's a hidden fear, a desire deep down. But the thing is that the ego can never, <clears throat> but the thing is that the ego can never get what it wants. It keeps chasing things, concepts, ideas in search of eternal happiness. Such questions do not come in the deep sleep because there's no me to ask anything in that state. Again, there's nothing wrong or right about asking such questions. That will happen if it's the will of the source. It's all a part of the seeker's journey. So to answer your question in a nutshell, there's no point in anything, yet in the point is everything. That was also to confuse you a bit. <laughs>
So the questioner uh, further asks, does this consciousness evolve? Well, evolution is a part of phenomenality. We introduce consciousness or oneness as a concept only to explain the unexplainable. It is beyond space and time. So there is no question of evolution. There's no easy way to explain this because we usually tend to think in terms of a substance occupying a physical space. But how do we conceive of something that occupies physical, psychological, including all that is known, unknown, or unknowable? It is nothing and everything at the same time. It is all there is. It permeates all dimensions, even those that the mind can't grasp. So how does such a thing evolve or expand? It simply is. We occasionally use the phrase expand our consciousness. It is not that the consciousness expands, but the mind. However, the mind is only an appearance or expression of consciousness. So I hope that answers the question. And with that, I'll conclude this podcast. Thank you and take care.